TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicating to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I am Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Oh, Tim, my man, how are you, pal? I am very well, very well. Ex- uh, excited, excited because it is getting closer to, you know, we're down to the last quarter of the year. You know, last quarter of the year of 2013, and uh, which means only one thing, Marcus. Which means it that means only 2014 for you, LT, doesn't it? That's all you've been thinking about. That's right. That's right. You're exactly right. Um, you know, I know obviously, how you roll. I know how you roll. <laughs> that's right. Well, the thing is, is that I'm uh, I'm excited about the last quarter. There's a lot of things happening in my life in the last quarter, so we want to make sure we hit some home runs and smash some goals in, uh, in the last quarter. But it's time to start thinking about 2014 now some of you might be thinking going what are you talking about there is three more months left there's no way we're thinking about 2014 there's 2013 is not finished yet but i will tell you there's only about 10 or 11 weeks till christmas there's only more 11 more saturdays before you need to buy some stuff for your kids or your parents or your partners or whoever you need to so it's coming up pretty quick that's it and i know and i was thinking about this today you will have been thinking about 2014 RT, but not that many people will have. So let's just get into it. Let's just preview or let's just start talking about what um, 20, well, I suppose, and I bet you you would say, let's actually reflect for a little bit on 2013 before we get right into it. But there is no better time to talk about 2014 because November is a quick month and then December just flies by. And then all of a sudden, there's a bit of urgency about what we want to create in the year ahead. And um, would you agree that that's probably not the best time to start planning the year is when it's already started? Yeah. So here's when most people start planning the year for the for the following year. It's usually January 1st of the year that they're starting, and they're going to start planning for it um, in a state where they probably can't even think because they've probably been partying the night before. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they probably take like a couple of days to recover from that day. And then so it never actually happens. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like end of January and February starting. And then they go, oh, man, one month's gone by. Oh, what are we going to do for 2013 or you know 2014 or whatever year you're in? You know, And that's how people do it. And uh, I learned this um, probably last year. And it took me a long time to get to this too as well. And uh, it, where someone told me, said, you know, the best way to plan for the following year is actually around, you know, November or October, November, uh, the year before. And I thought, you know what, that is so smart. Because when you can plan for the year ahead, what ends up happening is when January 1st rolls around, and you know what's coming, like, you know what's coming, that Christmas is there, there's New Year's, and once New Year's is done, and once you get all that stuff out of the way, then you know what, you hit the ground running because you know you have a plan. Like you just got to execute the plan when you get there rather than having to wait and come up with a plan and think about it and then dwell on it. You already have a plan. You're ready to go. And that's why January is going to be very productive for, you know, for you guys who's listening on this call or this podcast because you're ready to rock and roll. Okay. So can I just drill you a bit on this? All right. Let's do it. So have you already spoken to Karen about 2014? I have. I actually have. I've actually booked my flights for 2014, some of wow. my trips in 2014. That's how <laughs> I'm not having planned the whole entire year, but I've actually sat down and uh, planned out exactly because I got to go to the States um, four times next year. 
And so um, from from Perth here, so it's like a 24-hour flight ish around there and so i gotta plan out um those dates around that so yeah i've already booked my flight my flights in march has already been booked um for to la and um you know i i saw here's here's what i would do it's basically you gotta talk to your your partner whoever it is but you have a general plan of what what's happening but like you said though before you plan for next year it's important to actually reflect back on your year past and say what worked what didn't work and how would you like it to change next year yeah, there's a lot of lessons you can get from from the year that's already occurred. Like one of the big lessons that I have learned, if I can just share this for a moment, yeah, is um, um, our kids, for whatever reasons, just started waking up very early. I don't know if it was when we got back from Thailand, but they just started waking up at 6 in the morning and I would always go and exercise at 6 in the morning. And then I just realized after a while that it just wasn't working because uh, Sarah would end up having to get up and I liked to – my, my ideal is that when the kids get up, I can give Sarah a line for 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever it works out being, but um, it just wasn't working. And then so I just had this realization, I think I'm just going to have to get up earlier to mm. exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just committed to getting up at 5 o'clock to exercise so that by the time the kids wake up at 6, I'd already done it. And um, uh, But then I realized that that meant that if I was going to get up at 5, I really had to go to bed earlier because I'm a bit of a night owl, but I was like, I'm going to have to go to bed at 9 o'clock, 9.30 at the latest. Yeah which for me ends up being 10 o'clock. That's the way my brain works. But um, I would generally go to bed between 9 and 9.30. And so one of the lessons of 2013 is um, whatever is most important to me must come first in the day because it never gets done when it's you know on the lower end of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter what it is, even though it sounds a bit ludicrous sometimes to get up at 5 o'clock, I know that it actually works and I've had proof that it works in actually doing it. And when I haven't done it, I know that the day hasn't been as, uh, I suppose, fulfilling. So that's a big lesson um, to take into the year. So I would, I would ask anyone that you know, is reflecting on the year, think about what's worked for you. And it might have been something new like getting up earlier um, and to carry that forward into the next year um, as, a, as an opportunity to grow. Mm, like one of the things that I do, um, and I, you know, like it's a good time to reflect now, but, you know, this is some, an exercise I've been doing for a very long time. I would probably say, I reckon, at least for the last 15 years, I'd probably, you know, my late, oh, actually probably in my 20s or so. And um, I, I would used to, on December 31st, uh, I was never a big partier type of guy anyway. So, you know, on, on New Year's Eve, I would always spend the time to reflect upon the year and what was, what was I thankful for? You know, what were some of my wins? I actually just picked up this book in Singapore. I was in Singapore, as some of you are aware. Um, and there's a book called Epic Wins and Epic Fails. <laughs> and it's basically this journal that you can write out, like, all your epic wins for the day and all the epic failures epic of the day. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> actually, I wish I had it right close by so I can actually tell you some of the things that uh, to write. But I, you, know, you can get the gist of it. Epic wins and your epic fails. And I think that's a good way to look at it. You know, in life, it's about, you know, in your last year, 2013, what were some of your epic wins? And just write them down. Just, you know, free form and just write them all down. And then all your epic failures and be okay with them. It's, it's all right. Like, you know, that, that's how champions roll, right? We, we have wins and we fail. We're not undefeated all the time. So, and then when you write them down, you start to realize how, what an amazing year you actually had. Yes, I lo- love that. Yeah. And because most people think like, you know, wow, that year just went by so fast. I can't believe it's like, an, you know, Christmas is coming around the corner again. I can't believe it's another year. Like, what's going on? You know, and this, my, my wife told me a joke. List, I can't remember what it was, like 35 things, you know, someone can, can you know, you're old when, when, you, when uh, one of the lines was, was uh, if you still think that 10 years ago was in the, back in the 1990s. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, and it's it's so true because you know for me like sometimes yeah. I still think like I'm in the 2000 and 1999 yeah. was not around it was around the corner. But holy right. crap, like like two like tomorrow, actually next year it will be. Oh, yeah. Next year is 20 years of when I graduated out of high school. Oh like that is insane. You know, uh, and that was my first year of university, like in 2014. And I bet you still feel like it was only 10 years ago. Oh, exactly. That was, yeah. I got my first email in 20 years ago. That's my first email address I ever got. It was uh, 1994 when internet was sort of became big. Anyway, so I'm diverting here. But get, so basically what I'm saying is that you got to look at your year and start to recognize what a great year, year you actually had. And from there, that's a great place to be to actually envision and start planning for the following year. Yeah, and 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 don't get caught into the trap, especially if you're feeling a bit down and out. Don't get caught into the trap of recording your failures first, because mm. again, we've all had the fails. Yeah. But it's so much easier to reflect on the fails when you're already in that great place of, of reflecting on the wins. Mm. Um, because yeah, I think, and it's really important that you've mentioned this, LT. There is not one person living today that hasn't had some fails in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, is every single person. Has had some and uh, and no better feeling I think than it's a great time of year December thirty one whenever it is but it's a great time of year it, and it's it's much easier to do when you say LT yeah. uh, from this point on now to actually look back at the year and go man oh man some really cool things have occurred well if you didn't fail like if if you're actually a person who actually didn't have any failures then you didn't challenge yourself enough this year. Right, yeah. so let, let's face the facts, and you need to—you definitely need to make next year some. You have to put some challenge in it because you, you need to, to jump off the sky tower. Yeah, you need to jump off. <laughs> you need to jump off. All right. So, what would you do, Marcus, after you've done all that? Well, what what would you do to uh, create your plan? Where do you start when you plan for you know the following year? Well, you and I might differ a little bit here, LT, but mm-hmm. I'm being the selfish Leo that I am. I always just ask myself, well, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. Like, not just what would be nice, but what do I really want? Like, where do I want to go? So I'm a, I am love travel. So I'm always thinking about wh- where could we go. And I am someone that I will, I will move heaven and earth to go to where I want to go. Mm. Um, and, and I, yeah, it's just, it's where do I want to go? Um, what do I want to do? I always like to do something. Like, again, health is a big value of mine. So I always want to do something that's going to challenge my health. Um, like at the moment, I'm doing, I'm doing a home exercise routine called Tap Out and it's so hard. So, you know, I know that I want to do a 12-week tap-out course in 2014 because it's hard work and I, I really want to do it. I'm tapping um, out now just by listening to it. Yeah, it's good work, man. It's MMA. It's, it's, it is the bee's knees. It's fantastic oh, man. stuff. It's so hard. It's like when Damien talks about insanity on the wellness guys and yeah, yeah. he just talks about how hard it is. It's the same deal. It's just so hard but it's so good. Um, and then I think about And then I think about my professional life because, again, it's a high value of mine. Um, what do I want? Um, so, and it might just end up, it might just be like one line, but obviously that one line could be a massive goal. Like it could be a financial goal or it could be creating a new product or it could be, you know, like for, if you're reflecting on 2013, for us it was the wellness summit. Like if you think of the wellness couch and what's been a big thing, mm. the wellness summit, and not just one, but two wellness summits, but particularly the one in Melbourne. Mm. I mean, 600 people, that was huge. So, you know, we'll be thinking about 2014 and what we want to create, you know, on the couch in 2014. And, um, you know, it might just be one big event or one big product, but it's going to be something um, that, again, it's something that we can measure and something um, that, that uh, we can achieve. And, and that's the other thing, LT, like when I think about these areas of my life, 
even though it might cause a bit of fear, I still have to have a skerrick of my soul that believes that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want it to be so wild that it's... And I used to do this, especially when I was younger. Um, I still have this... And I talk about it when, I, when I'm talking to groups. So I had this goal that by the time I was 23, and I'd be setting a goal at the age of 22 saying in the next year I'm going to earn a million dollars. Yeah. And um, I thought it was a great goal, but I had no no plan as to how to go out and do it. Mm. So I just stare at this sentence for six months. Yeah. But did had my actions were so was so incongruent with the actual goal. So once I would once I have these 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 goals uh, again, I'd say I want this, I want that. I then actually have to go out and actually plan it out. I can't just sit down and go, oh yeah, well that's nice. I then have to probably do what you do, do the whole twelve week plan. So. I would look at a March 30 goal. So if I'm going to essentially, if I'm going to do, say, tap out for 12 weeks, I'd say, well, is it going to be January to March or is it going to be February to April or is it going to be March to, to June, March to May? But I'd actually have to schedule it out because for me, if I don't actually put in the diary, it never gets done. If I don't write it down, hmm. it does not get done. Yeah. Um, and that's so the thing that is, is setting deadlines, right? Setting deadlines to, to, to make it go. And, and also putting in, in your situation, I think the environment is also matters too as well. The environment that you're in and the space that you're in when you're actually writing this out is really important. No, So like, for example, like I started planning um, for 2014 on the plane ride home from New Zealand um, about, well, I don't even know how long ago because I've been traveling so much, like three or four weeks ago. You know, on the plane ride home, I had nothing else to do other than yeah. like no one can distract me, no phone calls, no emails. It was pretty much no like... bedtime, bath time routines, no stories no, to read. Exactly. No. It was just like I literally got, you know, it was an eight-hour flight home. Um, and you know, I didn't watch a single movie that day cause my goal was to get through and start planning, you know, expect, cause you know, my planning needs to be like what specific times I have to fly in and fly out, you know, got to work around the, the school holidays and then what weekends I got to, you know, present and do presentations and stuff. So, you know, put yourself in an environment like next week, actually in three weeks time, I'm going to be heading off to Bali and I'm taking a whole bunch of uh, amazing chiropractors who, um, who are ma- in a mastermind group with me. And I'm going to teach them how to plan out for 2014. That's the one reason that was one of my goals at the beginning of the year. And, uh, and it's come, you know, to reality that that's going to, we're going to sit in, at the W hotel in Bali, just chilling out, but ex- focused, like focused to create a, the best 2014 for their practices. And I think that's why it's important for you to, um, you know, for you too, as well, to kind of go into an environment and be in a place where you're not disturbed. There's no kids running around. There's like, you gotta, you know, if you're close to the beach, go to the beach. If you're, you know, if you think better in a cafe, go do that. Put some noise um, noise cancellation headphones, whatever it takes. Just go out there and be in a space where at least you're undistracted for at least an hour or two to really plan out. Because remember, this is your life. This is your movie that you want to create. And I, I suggest you, you know, spend some time to really design it. Because at the end of the day, most people forget that you can either run a life that someone else is uh, creating for you or you can create the, run the life that you want to create for yourself. And um, if you want to create, you want to run the life that you create for yourself, then you're going to have to start designing it in the first place. You got to be the director. You got to be the star of the movie rather than just being an extra in your own movie. And like you said at the beginning, don't do it on January 1 when you're hungover. That's not the environment to do it. Hmm. Um, not that you and I will be hungover <laughs> our tea since we have about five mils of grog between us a year. Oh, I don't. I, but, um, and that's all you. <laughs> I have not environment, like you said, you haven't had a drink for about 15 years, haven't you? Yeah, probably about 15 years by now, yeah. Um, but like you said, it's just the most, I don't know, like you and I both said, and I'm sure we've said this, so he shared our intimate uh, thoughts with our, our listeners, but big ideas for you and I often come up in the shower. Mm, um, I know, it's weird. But, <laughs> not together, not together, everything. of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're in Perth and I'm in uh, Victoria. I'm out of Melbourne, so it might be a bit tricky, I'd say, but no, not in the same one. But I think the key is, like you said, environment is everything, and this is why October, November, you know, early December, probably the best time as well to do it because January 1, 2, and 3 is not going to be um, a great time um, unless you're in a happy, relaxed space and you're in an environment that's conducive to doing it. Um, LT, can you just, for people that you know haven't heard it before, can you tell them your 12-week plan, you know, your 12-week rule, your 12-week planning? Because if someone's got a big goal for a year, and again, it's always easy to do a weight loss goal because you can measure it in its numbers and all the rest of it. But if someone's, you know, 120 kilos and they, they're definitely going to, and they're smart, they're going to say, all right, I'm going to do, you know, I really am committed to losing 20 kilos um, or, you know, weighing 100 kilos by the end of the year. How do you implement your 12-week um planning method with them all right so here this is what i would do so like i said number one we we did the environment thing right so surround yourself in, a, in a, an environment where you know you're going to be conducive to you know be in a in a very creative um thoughtful manner designing manner number two is you're going to have to adopt a, a mentality a mindset now this is a champion's mindset right the champion mindset here is a green light thinking which means that you just imagine anything you know if all the money in the world was not an issue um, or not time or whatever it is, what would you want to happen in this year? Okay, now, yes, we have to be realistic about it. Like, let's not, you know, be, you know, over the top and go, I'm going to become a billionaire next year. Like, you know, like you said, Marcus, yeah. I think it's important to be reasonable, but realistic, because if it's not realistic, you're not going to believe in yourself. But, yeah. but also do push yourself, though, like we talked about in a couple podcasts before, like, do push yourself a little bit outside that comfort zone that you're currently at, because, and the green light thinking means that don't worry about the hows, right? But just worry about what you want to accomplish because you, then you'll figure out the how. Okay, So I think when you adopt a mindset that's realistic but also stretching that comfort zone a little bit more, not outside the safety zone but within that comfort uh, sorry, just outside the comfort zone that's going to stretch you. And when you can do that, then what I typically do is I get people to start thinking about a vision. A vision of yourself, just very quickly, jot down um, in three years' time, in three years from now, right? Three years will be put us into like the end of 2016, you know, looking back, what would you want it, want it to look like? Who are you going to become? Like, what, what kind of person are you going to become as a person? What do, you, what do you look like, you know, in terms of the physical, what you dress like, who you're with, you know, are you married or, you, you know, do you have kids at the time? You know, what kind of house you're living? What kind of car you're driving? What kind of job you're having? Just kind of like big, long vision thinking, yeah. right? That's like the, um, what I, um, David Allen talks about in Getting Things Done is like the 30,000 feet level. So you're thinking like high level thinking. Right, so it's just like putting yourself in that position, and I want you to imagine yourself in that position. Because if you can't be forward thinking, this is where I think th- um, I think it's a. Uh, if you can't be thinking from that space, it's very hard because it's just concept. It's just concepts, right? So I want you to actually imagine yourself, close your eyes, and actually imagine yourself in that space three years from now as a visionary person, and say, "Go, what would it feel like? What would it feel like to be like that person?" So then you bring it down to the next level, which is more like 20,000 feet. So we're just getting a little, you know, coming down a little lower level. And that's your 12-month plan. Oh, sorry, 12, yeah, 12-month 12 plan. A year from now, in 2014, like in October 2014 or November 2014, thinking back, what would I have to accomplish in the 12-month period of time to actually be on pace and on target to reach that three-year goal, which was at 30,000 feet? Does that make sense so far? Yeah, this is great. This is great. Okay. People pay you thousands of bucks for this. I would tell everyone right now, make sure you remember we're about <laughs> 17 minutes in. Go back to this after the podcast and sit down and do this because I'm writing notes and, and closing my eyes at the same time here. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you can send me money on by PayPal. At, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, so this is great. So we're at 20,000 feet, so, 12-month plan. Yeah, so 20,000 feet, this is your 12-month plan. Now, this is your goals, okay? So 30,000 feet was your vision, right? You got to start somewhere, your vision, where you want to go. And then 12 months or 20,000 feet is your goals. What goals do you have to hit in order for you to achieve on the same trajectory, if I pronounced that right, on pace to the three-year goals. Now, it's not a third of the way because you know how you know how we function. We yeah. function from an exponential point of view, right? So it might just be like a, you know, 12 months, that's not like a long time. But all of a sudden, remember, year two is going to be exponentially growing and year three is going to be massive growth. So just don't worry. Don't Just say you want to earn a million dollars just to make this simple. It's not your target for 12 months. It's not necessarily $330,000, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? It might only be a yeah. It might be one twenty five exactly because year two could be five hundred thousand dollars, and then year three all of a sudden because as you learn more and you get more resources, it just exponentially grows. So that's the twenty thousand feet level. So then what? Then you, what you do is like you, it's almost like landing a plane, right? So you're from the visionary level. You know what that feels like, to where you want to become. You come down a little bit and go, okay, well, in order for me to get there, these are my twelve month goals. And then now you go, let's go down ten thousand feet, right? The ten thousand feet level is. Your 90-day plan, you know, what are the three things or three to five things? I don't actually, to me, I like to do three things, okay? Three things in 90 days because if you have way, you have too much, which is what we call projects. What projects do you need to complete in the next three months, which is basically 12 weeks, um, um, do you have to accomplish in order for you to achieve that 12-month goal, which is basically to, once you get those 12-month goals, you're going to get that three-year vision. Okay, so we're coming down lower and lower from 30,000 feet, 20,000 feet to 10,000 feet. And this is your 90-day plan. What are your 90 days? Three things that you need to do. Now, three projects. It could be separate things. It might be one for you, you know, a project in your business. And then it could be a project with your family. It could be a project on a side project that you always wanted to work on. Okay, but it has to be specific on that project completion in 90 days. And this is where I design most of my, all my, you know, my coaching clients from the chiropractic industry uh, for chiropractors is that we meet every 90 days. And the reason why we meet every 90 days somewhere in the world is because I believe that we can get a lot done in 90 days. And so once you leave a meeting and you, you say, this is what, these are the three things I'm going to do. You have 90 days to accomplish those, that task. Because sometimes the first month, you know, listen, your family's, you know, so say you have a new baby and things, you know, it's chaotic and whatever. That's fine. But you still have two more months to complete it. Whatever. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Now, you, then, then we're going to land the plane, right? Now here's the landing of the plane. So if you have 90-day goals and these are the three projects, we're going to come down to like literally landing the plane. Right now, at this point, what is the, this is for January 1st. What's the three things that I need to accomplish this week, right? This week to finish up so that I can actually get closer towards moving forward to reaching a completion of my 90-day projects to complete, which then will be on target to finish off my 12-month goals, which is then on target to become, you know, the three-year vision of who I'm going to be. This is awesome. I'm giving all my secrets away and free Man, podcasts. This is ridiculous. Fantastic. Well, this is the thing, though. People are going to make <laughs> massive changes, and they're going to come back to you and go, thank you very much. Yeah, this so is I- absolute gold. And as you said, that's when the rubber um, hits the road. January 1, three things broken down, and then it's just a, a, a matter of scheduling it in the week, isn't it? Just actually putting it in and actually and then. But, you know, I mean – it all sounds it all sounds fantastic, but like we say, you've still got to go and get it done. Well, you got to get it done. So now, like the three things, the three 
you know, to-do list that, that you got to complete this week, it shouldn't be that hard. Like, don't make it so difficult, you know, but make it very, but it's got to be more specific too as well. It's not just like, I got to schedule, oh, I'm going to need to schedule a, uh, a meeting or it's just say I need to schedule a talk, um, you know, to do it on say healthy eating, just say, you know, for a practitioner that who's, who needs to do a schedule, so schedule a talk for the public. Well, scheduling a talk is is one thing, but like schedule actually book the date. Why don't you just book the date? Just name the date. It's going to be on November first. Now it's okay. Let's put it this way, guys. You're listening to this podcast, right? Which is being recorded probably a day or two before it was released. Now the only reason it's being recorded right now was like literally just found of our time schedule between me and Marcus. We had an hour right <laughs> in the last two weeks that was actually free that we're both free at the same time which we kind of had to wangle you know like negotiate with our wives to make this hour free to actually my record kids are tearing this strips off the walls but that's okay yeah exactly and my kids are like, <laughs> just trying to stay quiet on, on the outside and our uh, wives are tearing their hair out ready to kill it. marcus and i'm sure oh, sharon's God, ready to kill me beautiful so, foot massage for my wife coming up tonight that's right that's but right. the thing is is that the only reason the only reason why you're listening to this podcast right now and listening to what we're saying is because we had a deadline to release this call right on this particular day that you're listening to and that's why we had to get done before that day and it's because of you the listeners um that's the only reason why we're actually recording right now we did it yeah Yeah. we didn't call and go you know what let's not do it this week exactly too hard too hard what i'm saying is that when you plan for something if you set a date on it and a time when you're going to do something and you don't even know how guess what you're going to move mountains to ensure that's going to happen. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. If you don't put a date on something, putting a task of like, oh, you know, I'll call this person or I'll schedule a meeting or just do it. Just like, yeah. just pick a date and just do it. Like it's the same thing with the wellness summit. Like whenever we're going to pick that date, it's like, once we pick that date, we move yeah. everything around that, you know, everybody's going to have to commit to it and then we're going to have to work around it. You know? So like for me, you guys are going to have to somewhat how kind of, you know, because I'm probably the one only one who's actually planned out 2014 slightly in terms of all the weekends that are available. So it's going to have to work around me a little bit because I've already planned out those dates. Make sense? Yeah. And so that's that, it. it's your agenda, isn't it? I mean, no one can really get in the way of your agenda because you've already set it. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, you know, venues are booked, flights are booked, everything's done. So, you know, not everything, but, you know, majority of stuff is done. So you're going to have to work around it. And so that's how you should function in your life because you get to design because you got to live that life. If you're not happy with the life you live this year, then you know, take responsibility. We talked about this, right? Take responsibility that, you know, that some of it was, majority of it is actually your fault in a way, okay? But don't beat yourself over it. Just say, okay, well, how can I change it around? Yes, some of you, you know, the lizard brains can say, but it wasn't my fault. You know, I didn't expect to be hit by a car or I didn't expect this to happen. Yeah, I understand that. What I'm saying though, you control majority of your life. And I say you control the things you can control and you can change. And don't worry about the things you couldn't control. Things happen, yes, but you couldn't have controlled it anyway. So then, but you plan for the things that you can control. Yeah, it's fantastic. And like you said, LT, don't beat yourself up if things haven't gone your way. Just like, and it's cliche, but just we've just got to get back up. Just got to get back up and with renewed confidence, uh, looking into 2014 and going, 2013, it's done and dusted. 2014, it's fresh. It's just, and again, it's cliche, but the sun always comes up tomorrow and we can start afresh. It's about not taking in the baggage into a new year. Um, there's that line that people often talk about uh, that always gets me in, and, and again, it sounds silly, but uh, there's that line, you know, if you want, uh, what is it? If you want, um, if you want God to laugh, tell him your goals. And I'm like, 
people say it as if it's like this funny joke, but uh, they're just trying to diss people for actually setting a high goal. But what would be more what would be more frustrating, RT, setting a goal and not getting it, or not setting a goal and not living a life that you want? Yeah. So, so repeat that again, because I had a quote in my head while you were saying that. So just repeat it. Repeat again. What I just said. Yeah. So what would be worse? Mm-hmm. Setting a goal mm-hmm. and not actually getting it, mm-hmm. or not setting a goal mm-hmm. and just having a ho hum year. Yeah, definitely. You know, you, the worst would be not having anything at all and no direction. You have no direction. You're yeah. just doing roundabouts. And the problem is right now is that that's where majority of us are living. Like most of us. Like if you look go go in the middle of the city or whatever city you live in, and you look around, I can guarantee you ninety percent or even more around the people around you are just random random people just moving randomly you know and they're moving based on other people's agenda other people's agendas i was just gonna say you took the words out of my mouth yeah they're moving on other people's agendas so like you said got to be the director of the movie you got to write the script you've got to be number one as someone as a great friend of mine once said you are the most important person in the world that's right you are the most important person in the world and it's about time that we start treating ourselves that way so I'm going to leave you guys with this one quote uh, by um, Goeth, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm going to butcher that, I'm sure. Oh, I'm German poet. Um, but he says, basically, whatever you do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius and power and magic in it. And so I think that's the key line is that once you've done those three tasks for the week, you write another three tasks for the following week and you just keep going and one step at a time and martin luther king says um about us you know this i can't don't know exact what he said in the quote but he basically says that don't worry about the staircase that you have to climb just worry about the next step you have to take and that's the thing it's it's, you don't reach those goals and you know no one reaches their goals like in one step if they did then it was too easy yeah you know you reach your goals by taking one step at a time there's never been a one hit wonder Right? They they worked hard for it. You know, even Justin Bieber was not a one hit wonder. He worked hard. If you look at his documentary, yes, I admit that I watched it. Um, he he was you know he's been drumming and playing music since he was like a little boy when he was like two years old. You know, yeah, he was discovered when he was like thirteen or fourteen, whatever. But it was because he's been playing all those years. You know, and I, I and admire those people who who have put in their you know quote unquote ten thousand hours. Um, to master the skills because you know if you want to be great at something go spend the ten thousand hours but you gotta start with hour one somewhere sometime right wisdom lt well guys i love for you to tell us what you thought about this particular episode go to our facebook.com slash inside the champions mind before you do that in like it while you're there and uh and then leave a comment below this particular episode just give us a message i love to hear from people and just on our facebook page because i love to keep the conversation i love to know who's listening who's listening to these podcasts and are you getting great value from it uh go to thewellnesscouch.com as always to um get some more information about uh, all the other podcasts that, that's on the show and the network and share amongst your friends because if you know of someone that you think we're going to get some value of this please tell them whether it be a friend, family, partner, um, you know, whoever, because I think that uh, in order for, the change, for us to change the mentality of this world and get out of mediocrity, it takes uh, people like yourself who are actually listening to this and uh, spreading the word. So I'd love for you to do that. And go to our iTunes um, 
and subscribe to our iTunes channel. And of course, leave us a, a rating and a comment below as well. So this is Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicating to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. This is Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. See you on the next episode. Hi, Brett Hill from That Paleo Show and The Wellness Guys here. Well, the Facebook buzz after the Wellness Summit has just been unbelievable. Deborah said the summit was inspiring and empowering. Jen Fellows said she learned so much amazing information that she thought her brain was going to explode. Well, hold on to your hat, because if you miss the summit, guess what? We recorded the entire lot so that you can have the summit in your living room forever. So to order the Wellness Summit 10 DVD home study program for just 197 bucks, simply go to www.thewellnesscouch.com and click on shop. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.